Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, com and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon pass. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by any means possible. And today I am going to be talking to an expert who's going to show us how we can buy properties with no money down. Now I know what you're thinking, that just sounds silly, but it's actually possible and people are doing it right now in today's real estate investing climate and how you can do it too. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super glad to have you with me here on the Successful Unemployed Show. And I got to tell you something really fun. So I took my kids to the store because they have a little bit of money that they saved up and they wanted to buy some toys. And my family, my wife and I are very frugal. In fact, we grew up not necessarily poor, but we didn't have a lot of money, my wife and myself, when we were growing up. And so we obviously take a frugality mindset into our marriage and into it with our kids, which is super fun because we're actually, you know, we want to help them. In fact, we homeschool our kids. And so we want them to learn really good, you know, life skills, life lessons, as well as math and reading and science and all that good stuff. But on top of that, finances, like I'm literally teaching my kids how to invest in real estate. My daughter is editing our podcast. Like our kids are going to be working in our business, but also Another thing that we are teaching our kids is really how to be frugal. Now, it's not stingy. Stingy and frugal are two different things. Like stingy is where you just don't want to give up your money. Think of like Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, the Christmas carol where he literally just doesn't want to, he loves money and he doesn't give it up. No, frugal is where you are, you don't really just waste your money. You really think hard about what you're spending your money on. Anyways, we were at Walmart with my kids. And yes, I do shop at Walmart, even though I'm successfully unemployed. And my second oldest, he's 13 years old. After about 10 minutes of looking at the different toys, he came up to me kind of sullen looking and he goes, dad, I'm upset at you and mommy. And I said, well, why son? He goes, because we're looking at all these toys and we don't want to buy any of them because we know that they're going to be a waste of money. And I'm like, yes, I taught you right, son. And so they're looking forward to buying their first 
real estate, their rental property. They like buying silver with their money because they know that's a store of wealth. And if you buy gold or silver, you know, if you buy things that are tangible, real estate, even anything metal like guns and ammo, gold and silver, like those things are tangible things that hold and store value. And so they're looking at this toy that, you know, could break like within five days or something like that. In fact, my son was looking at that Nerf gun and said, hey, daddy, I love that Nerf gun looks awesome. But I've got like three other ones and they kind of break after so long. And I said, yeah, so so that works out. So I'm really blessed that my kids are learning some lessons. And so with their money, they're saving it to buy their first rental property. That's what we do here at the Heiner household. We build businesses and we invest in real estate. Now thinking of investing in real estate, I'm bringing on an expert who, well, if you have been around real estate for any sort of time, maybe let's say 10 years or something, you might have heard of a gentleman, and this is not the person I'm bringing on the show, but you might have heard of a gentleman. His name is Carlton Sheets. He talks about knowing low money down. He's been around for 30, 40 years, like a very, very long time. Like he was one guy that was selling VHS tapes for courses instead of having login and online. So Carlton Sheets, he would teach people how to invest in real estate with low or no money down. Now it's, I will tell you, it is possible to do it. It's hard though. It's hard to do it because there's a lot of things that you need to do in order to make sure that you're able to do this no one loaning down, but it is absolutely possible. Well, the guest that I'm bringing on, he actually does what Carlton Sheets tells us to do. He is actually buying homes with low and no money down, and he's going to show us how we can buy properties with no money out of our pocket. In fact, utilizing the seller and having the seller, their mortgage that they currently have on the property and take over that mortgage and other ways. This is going to be phenomenal. You're going to want to listen to this because honestly, in the next couple of years, it's going to be the best time ever to invest in real estate. I, I kid you not. I remember back in 2010, I thought that was amazing. Properties were so inexpensive. It was so low in price because of the crash of the real estate market. Well, it looks like with the economy, as well as the rest of the real estate market, is going downhill for us as investors. We are super, super pumped. So you wanna learn this so you can also utilize this when you're investing in real estate in the best time ever to invest in real estate. Also, you definitely wanna go to RubeCon. I wanna see you at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. It's gonna be May of 2023. Get your tickets, check in the description or go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com and even get 10% off of your ticket. Use the promo code podcast and I will give you 10% off the ticket. I want to see you and I want to help you and be with you and invest in real estate. All right, let's jump to the show where I bring on a fantastic expert who's going to show us how we can buy properties with no and low money down with William Tingle. All right, here we go. William, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks, Dustin, man. I'm, I'm honored you're having me on your show and just proud to be here today and share with your listeners. Now, subject two is something that's really, really interesting, meaning, well, actually, let me have you What does subject to deals look like? Now, we're talking about real estate investing and taking ownership of properties, but what is subject to deals? Well, subject to really just very simply is just taking over existing financing that's already on property. In other words, Dustin, let's say you call me today from some of my marketing, a bandit sign or a postcard I mailed you or something. And you say, listen, I've got a house I really need to sell. And, uh, you know, I'm moving across the country. I've got two weeks to get there. I just bought this house last year. I don't have any equity. I can't afford to sell it with a realtor. You know, what can I do? Can you buy my house? Well, Dustin, we might have a way we can buy your house. Are you willing to, you know, let us make the payments for you until we can find a buyer? Well, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, that's 
that's what we do. We sign a contract, go to a regular closing like any other deal. We don't formally assume it. We just take your payment book and start sending in those coupons with payments every month. And that's what we do. I love that. Now, do you take ownership? Like, do you put the title in your name or your company's name? Absolutely. We get full ownership, all rights of ownership. You deed us the property, you hand us the payment book or give us your login information for your online banking uh, for the lender. And we just start making the payments every month. The loan stays in your name, but the house goes in our name. That That is terrific. Now, there's so many things we can talk about. Everything from a lot of uh, with me coaching students, I get this question all the time. You get this question all the time. You know, what about the um, do you want sell clause? And we can get in that and get worried about that. But um, with that, how do we then use this to make money to provide for ourselves and our family? If we take over somebody's payments and then that's money coming out of our pocket, hopefully we can do something with that property. But talk, walk me through the entire process to where we can start making money from mm-hmm. the subject to deals. Well, it depends on what you want to do. If if I buy a house subject to because someone's in distress and they give me a house with equity, well, I can retail that house and, and sell it to, if it needs work, a rehabber. If it's in pretty good shape, I can list it with an agent just like they could have done. But why, who knows why people don't take that action. They just don't. If it has equity, we can retail it. We can flip it. If it doesn't have equity, uh, but the payments allow for cash flow, just like you could go out right now and pay full price for houses. People have been doing it every day and turn around and use them as a rental property. Well, you can do that with a sub two property as well. Airbnbs, gosh, people are taking over luxury homes everywhere, using them for Airbnbs. But our favorite method is to take over payments on a house with uh, 2.5%, 3% interest rate mortgage and resell that house with seller financing at six, seven, eight, nine percent. Gosh, and that's going to be an interesting part of the show later. We're going to talk about the rising interest rates, uh, but wrap that property and get cash up front in the form of a down payment, cash every month in the form of cash flow, and then a back end payday two, three, four, five years down the road when they refinance. So that is, that's great. That sounds like a fantastic, like all those things. There's so many great things in there. Now, how did you get started into doing this real estate investing, especially the subject too? Well, my story is like a lot of other people. I worked in the restaurant industry. I've done that for 20 years uh, and I was just sick and tired of working 60, 70 hours a week and barely paying the bills. One night I was watching late night TV and a Carlton Sheets infomercial came on. Same here. I did the exact same thing. (laughs) And so I ordered the course. And and I'll tell you the difference between us, you and me, and what most people do when they order the course, we opened it and read it. Okay, big difference there. So I took the information and and just started buying houses. And I looked up a couple months later and I bought four houses. I said, wow, this stuff might really work. And then from there, you expand your education. You you find other teachers and learn more techniques. And that's actually how I got into sub two. With that, well, I mean, carton sheets hasn't been around, or at least you don't see them very much now. But how long ago was that? And then in this market now, let's definitely start talking about this market now. So how long ago was it? And then you've seen a lot going through in your investing. In the market now, are you excited? Are you worried about what's going to be happening with the market? I bought my first house in 1999. So that was 23 years ago. That's a lifetime. Most of these new investors, they don't know anything about downturns and things like that. But we are so excited. In fact, that's something I've been talking to some of these guys about all day already today is the 
interest rates just went up again yesterday. You know, uh, to get an A-plus borrower is going to be paying 8% for a mortgage here in the next few weeks. Uh, but there's still a ton of mortgages out there in the 2 3 4% range. And more and more foreclosures are coming on the market. I talked to a guy this morning that was at a big event out in Texas, and he's telling me information that hasn't even been released yet. He said there are 3 million mortgages in default right now and more coming. Because, you know, what's going to happen in January after Christmas, there are going to be a lot of layoffs. Our economy is terrible right now. There are going to be a lot of people in trouble. And it's going to be so much opportunity for investors to make money while they help people that are in distress and in trouble. I have been saying this for a while that I'm waiting. Like I'm excited for interest rates to go up because that changes the dynamic of how. Now, don't get me wrong. I love when prices or homes are going up. Appreciation's great. But. I invest for generational wealth. I, I buy and hold properties. And so I'll give these properties to my kids. But with that, when these my, uh, cycles, there's a way to invest in every single cycle, whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. You just got to figure it out. And a good way, a fantastic way is doing subject to deals because you could even get into a property with no money down. So can you walk us through a process of one property? Well, actually, let's let's before we do, jump into that, because we need to find these properties. Like we need to find source these properties where we can actually do the subject to. How do we go and about? Do we knock on doors? Do we send out yellow letters? What are your thoughts there? You can do any of it, Dustin. As you probably already know, any technique pretty much will work if you do it. That's the thing. People go, oh, yeah, I mailed out 100 letters and I didn't get anything. Okay, well, how many times did you mail out those letters? It takes some consistency. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that, honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years, and I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. It doesn't matter whether you use bandit signs, texting, you know, the modern stuff. Now, when I got started, we didn't have texting. We barely had cell phones. So we mailed letters. We knocked on doors. We did those things. And all those things work. We're in a new market right now. We just landed in Arkansas. And we're not knocking on doors every day. Uh, we're on the radio. We started our radio ads this week. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk to a lady this afternoon uh, that's in foreclosure. She's five days from the auction. Uh, she's getting all her stuff together, ready to have a yard sale. I mean, she's moving out of the house. So, you know, finding people, look for people first in trouble. They've got problems. They've got due dates, foreclosure, people that are getting transferred, VA loans, if you like to do mailings, 
uh, people uh, in the military buy a house. They put nothing down because they're getting a VA loan. And then they get transferred a year later. What do they do? They don't have the money to pay a realtor. So they usually wind up renting the house out if they can't sell it. Those are people that'll sell to you subject to. So anything really works, whether it's direct mail, bandit signs, texting, knocking on doors, all of it works. Just pick something you're comfortable with and do it on a consistent basis. What are some problems with subject to? Because immediate problem, everybody always thinks of, well, and this is how I do it because I coach rental properties, how to buy and hold properties. And we eventually try to get it moved into our LLC and moving it from our name to our LLC. If it has a mortgage on it, they always come up with the idea or the thought because um, there's a due on sale clause because most mortgages back in the 80s and 90s, you could actually act, uh, um, assign that mortgage over to anybody else. You could do that. Now it's expressly like they don't want you to be able to do that. With that, what are some problems and is a due on sale clause an actual problem that we should be concerned about? You know, uh, I do a, a podcast, as you know, and a couple of years ago, I just put out a call everywhere. My email list, social media, I said, if you've had a due on sale issue, and a subject to, please let me know. I want to have you on the show. And I tried for weeks to get someone on. I finally found a guy who actually had it happen to him and had him on the show. But there were a couple of key factors in that. It was a small local bank. So that's a flag. That can be a flag. They keep the loans in their portfolio. They're well aware of what's going on. Uh, but that was the big thing. Uh, I've been doing this for 23 years. I've taken hundreds and hundreds of properties subject to uh, from just about every bank you can think of, all the big banks. And I've never, ever had a due on sale issue. If you're going to have a due on sale issue, it's probably going to come down to one of two things. Number one, you're not making the payments like you're supposed to. Don't bring attention to that loan. And number two is just handling insurance properly. Properly insure your property. If I buy from a homeowner today, they've got a standard homeowner's insurance policy with their name as the primary loss payee. They've also got the bank listed as a lien holder. When I'm going to transfer that insurance into a non-owner occupied insurance policy, and of course the lender's going to get notification of that, I'm going to list my trust because I use a trust to hold property. My trustee will be the primary loss payee. So the person at the at the lender lender's office getting that paperwork might go, hey, wait, where's John's name? He's not on here. But what we do is we list our seller's name as an additional insured on the policy. That way it doesn't raise any flags with the lender. And we get a power of attorney from our seller so we can sign any insurance checks that may come from a claim. Do that right. Your chances of having a due on sale issue are very, very low. Banks don't want properties. They want money. And so if you, that's the biggest thing I always tell people, and I'll be completely honest, same, just like you, I have asked countless investors, my students, like nobody, I have literally not come across anybody that has had that issue where it actually came, uh, where the bank said, then the do on sale clause, the bank says, I want the property back, or you pay us in full, or we're taking the property from you. What they really want and care about is the money. They want their money. If you keep paying that mortgage, they don't care. <laughs> it's a, now, what they have done, um, or what they what, what they probably would do, is just say put it back in the original form where it's at, or you know, give us all the money. But anyways, th there's so many ways to mitigate that, and biggest one is just keep making the mortgage payment. Don't draw attention, like you said. Now, with that, what 
it, it seems like we need contracts. We need, because that's the thing. People are like, well, how do I actually make the right contract? How do I make sure that it actually gets recorded properly? How do I make sure we find the right title company that knows how to do this sort of stuff? So in the paperwork, what contracts or what things do we need there? You know, other than disclosures, there aren't many things that are different in a sub two purchase. And you can close a sub two purchase at a title company or attorney's office, just like anybody else. There will be a HUD and a HUD form involved or an ALTA, whatever your state uses, a deed, of course. We get a few extra documents because it is a little bit of an unusual transaction. It's not the norm. So we make sure our seller understands the loan's going to stay in their name. It may impact their borrowing for the next few years possible. We don't know. We don't know what their credit's like or if they're going to pay their bills in the future. So we can't guarantee anything there. And there's no special contract, Dustin. You can use your state's realtor, board of realtors contract if you want to. You just want to add either an addendum or a clause that addresses what you're doing. In other words, you might add something like this uh, sale uh, involves taking over existing financing uh, with a loan number, whatever the loan number is, with whatever bank it is, uh, and the payments will start on such and such a day. This loan will stay in the seller's name until the buyer pays it off completely. As long as that's added and addressed in the contract, everything else is normal. And even, and I'll, I'll tell people this too, if you if someone tells you an attorney, an agent, whoever, sub two is illegal, just have them look closely at a HUD, lines 203 and 503, that say existing loans taken subject to. It's right there on the HUD already. That's great. I love that. Because you could prove, point out and say, yeah, because you get... Yeah, they don't really, uh, attorneys and, and uh, maybe even accountants, like they don't know everything. And so we have to also educate them as well, it's especially title companies too. Like hopefully they've come across it, but at the same time, not all of them have. Now with the subject to, how do we then trans transition that? Because the mortgage is in the seller's, sorry, the, yeah, the seller's name, but basically the homeowner that you're now taking over this mortgage. Now let's say I want to keep it as a rental property, but I want to put a mortgage on it myself. Like I want to get them out of it. I want to put myself on it. So eventually um, get it refinanced and put it in my own personal name or in my, my company's name. How do we go about doing that? Do we have to go through another process? Is it easier just having one bank pay off the other bank? How do we do that? It's just like you would refinance any other. If your lender wants seasoning, they want to see that you've been on title X amount of time. If they don't, they'll refinance you right away. Once you get the deed in your name or your company's name, you own that property and you can do whatever you want with it. Refinance it, sell it, rent it out, live in it. Doesn't make any difference. So they would just look at it, the first new bank that you're trying to get financing for, you'll say, okay, the first lien holder, we got to pay them off and they'll just pay them. Off. Okay. Got it. Just like a normal refinance. Let's just say you bought it with cash and it was your own cash and you wanted to refinance it. Then you say, okay, well, I want my cash back, do the refinance. Or if you have a mortgage on it already, then you're going to refinance it. They're going to pay off the other bank. That's terrific. Now, what other issues can we come up with? Like, do you have any like specific problems that any of your students have come across or anybody on your podcast has said, this has been a problem. Coach me through this. Right. You know, no. I mean, the due on sale is always a big question. The biggest problem I guess most investors have are for, number one is going to be finding an, an attorney or a title company that understands what you're doing and is okay with it. If you're closing with a title company, 
you'll run into a lot of them that won't handle a sub two transaction. They don't understand it. Some of them think it's illegal, even though it's right there on the forms they use every day. So you'll have to either educate them or find someone that'll work with you. That's a big obstacle you can run into. Otherwise, it's making it's finding sellers that understand what's going on. When you say, I want, you know, hey, I can make the payments for you. Well, how does that work? Do we have to call the bank? No, we don't. All we have to do is go to a closing and we'll start making the payments. So that can be a little bit challenging, learning how to explain that properly. But otherwise, it's just a, a buyer a sale as any other. That's great. So can you do this without putting any money down or is it, do they usually require like the, the sellers say, I want money or how do you, how do you make sure that you make sure that the seller is satisfied in this transaction? It's really simple. Ask the seller what they need. It's, it's just that simple. Uh, you know, you'll run into a seller that just bought a house six months ago and has zero equity. And they'll tell you in the conversation, get the store. What's going on? Tell me about your house. Why do you want to sell this house? Well, we just bought it last year, but we're getting a divorce. Okay. So what do you, what do you need from all this? I just want that payment gone. Okay. Question answered right there. We, okay. We can make the payments on your house. You will have an occasional seller that'll write you a check to take their house. Let's take a seller that just bought last year and they called an agent. They need to sell. The agent says, okay, well, by the time we pay cost to sell, you're going to need to write me a check for $19,000. Okay. When the seller says, well, I don't have that. And then they start calling around looking for other options. They call you as an investor. Maybe they saw your bandit sign and they tell you the story and you go, well, I'll tell you what, Joe, I can take your house and you only have to write me a check for $5,000. Okay, that's a good deal. So, you know, that'll happen. Not very often, but occasionally. But I guess the short answer to your question, absolutely, you can buy with nothing down. I love that. And you you hit the nail on the head is helping the seller, figuring out what they want, asking questions and seeing what they need. If they need a little bit of cash up front so they can help them move, well, let's figure out how we can do that. So I always love when I'm working with sellers, actually, anything in general, business and in life, you figure out how to help this person. If you can help them get what they need, then you're going to hopefully, most likely, get help in what you need. Is there anything else we might have missed? Any questions I should have asked? Uh, I, I'll tell you, really, taking action. You know, we, we did we cover that for a second about the Carlton Sheets course. That's the biggest thing you can do. Find something you're comfortable with for lead generation. Start having conversations with sellers. And you'll buy houses. It's, it's just a matter of doing something on a consistent basis. But sub two, it's just another method to buy. It's not complicated. It's just like anything else. Learn how to do it and they just go. Do it. That's great. Man, this has been such, it, it's a brilliant way, but not many people. In fact, I thought back in like the 90s, the subject two was done because of the do on sell clause and everything when I first got started. But this is fantastic. So hopefully people are going to be able to take advantage of it. Now, William, how can people find you? How can they can reach out to you and hopefully work with you? Yeah, well, there's a couple of ways. Uh, number one, we have uh, just a ton of resources and help for you to get started at sub2university.com. That's S-U-B, the number two, university.com. And then sub2deals.com also has a ton of articles and, and training guides and things like that to help you out. Uh, but the best thing I think everybody can do right away is just subscribe to our YouTube channel at sub2tv.com. S-U-B, the number two, tv.com. We release videos every day on subject two and just all types of creative finance. That's great. William, thanks a lot so much. Hopefully people are realizing that 
coming up is going to be the best time ever to invest in real estate. And this is just another tool in our pockets that we are tool belt that we can actually invest in real estate. So William, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successful unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successful Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. Let's make this year your best real estate investing year ever by coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is where you can join hundreds of real estate investors and over 40 expert investor speakers and learn how to have an amazing success in your real estate investing business. The Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is not like any other conference out there. This is a no sales pitch conference where the entire three days event is all about you and helping you to meet expert investors, teaching you how to invest and join a huge community of hundreds of like-minded real estate investors. And because you are a part of the Successfully Unemployed podcast, I'm giving you 20% off your RubeCon pass. That's right. Get 20% off of your RubeCon pass. Use the promo code SU20 or SU20. You need to be at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Join us in the heart of downtown St. Louis, March 14th through the 16th for a transformative three-day event that's more than just a conference. It's a community of investors. Get your pass. Go to RubeCon.com, R-E-W-B-C, and use the promo code SU20 or SU20 to get 20% off of your Rubicon Pass.